0: The ultimate lesson all of us have to learn is unconditional love, which includes not only others, but ourselves as well. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Hey everyone. Welcome to the very first full episode of Unconditionally Her Conversations. Today is such an important day because we're going to be discussing the importance of loving ourselves unconditionally and how it can positively impact our lives as well as others. Now, taking the time to love yourself all too often gets pushed aside. We tell ourselves we're not worthy of our own love until we've run that last couple of miles or lost those last few pounds gotten that additional education, stayed later at work, and yes, the list can go on and on. But the reality is you already deserve your own love just as you are. Today's guest is licensed professional counselor and founder of the Institute for Female Trailblazers, Leanne Jamison, and she's here to remind you that self-love isn't selfish. It's necessary. So sit back, relax, And let's dive into a selfless conversation on self-love.
1: Oh, (laughs) we gotta talk about that. If we're going down, put your mask on first before you can help anyone else. I'm about to spit out
0: my coffee.
1: Margarita Hour, here we (laughs) come.
0: Welcome to Unconditionally Her Conversations, a podcast for women that sets the stage to spark inspiration, create change, and unite women from all walks of life. I'm your host, Karen Shane. This podcast shares that when we truly come together in sisterhood, we form a symphony of profound voices that have the power to transform each other's lives. So whether you're in search for motivation to chase your dreams, or seeking wisdom to navigate life's twists and turns, or just simply yearning to connect with some kindred spirits. Well, you found the place. Come along on this empowering journey as we explore captivating stories, conquer daunting challenges, and revel in the inspiring triumphs that shape the landscape of women's lives. Are you ready? Here we go. Leanne Jamison. Excited to be here with you, Karen. <laughs> I just love you so much, and what you mean to Unconditionally Her, the readers. You've gained so much space with us, and I am forever grateful, not only your events and your posts, but just who you are and what you contribute to society for women as a whole. That means so much
1: coming from you, because everything that you've done for women.
0: I... Just feel in my heart that I want women to know more about you and why you do what you do. And to be honest, you're here today because I was so inspired by an incredible blog post
1: where you
0: allowed me to graciously share with our Unconditionally Her readers, where you talked (laughs) about your own self-love journey. And I want to say you just put it out there. You were vulnerable unapologetic. This is my story. Here's what I've learned along the way. And I honestly say without script, your vulnerability is empowering. And your journey to where you came from to where you are today is empowering. And it's so important that people get to know you. And full disclosure here, if you have not read Leanne's blog, you might want to hit the pause button right now and read her post on self-love and we'll do more about that in the show notes later but this is such a challenging topic
1: why right Uh, yeah no we hear this all the time when we hear it I often think about like you know when you get on a a flight and in the flight the flight attendants or you know now the videos it's like hey, if we're going down, put your mask on first before you can help anyone else. And that's how I look at, and that's how a lot of us can look at self-care. And we've been conditioned that it's very, very selfish to Mm -hmm. put ourselves first. It's always with our family or, you know, you don't want to take that risk because what about the family or just so many different messages that we have received over the years about what is important. And it doesn't even have to be verbal messages. I think about all of the Messages I just received in the behaviors that my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother engaged in of making sure that everybody's sitting down to eat, but they never sit down and they're just like eating as they stand or they pick and stuff like like those messages, right? Those messages where it's like, you always put the family first and that's who's most important. And maybe, just maybe if you get enough time, you might be able to sit down for 10 minutes at the end of the night (laughs) And, and take care of yourself and think about yourself.
0: I know. And um, I sit there and I say, I do, I still do that when I'm cooking. My grandmother did that. Oh, Leanne, what? you're like taking me back now. But my grandmother did the same thing. <laughs> she had her place in the corner where she sat while she's feeding the what? entire family. And you know what I realized? Oh my gosh. So I use a little plate. I give everybody else a big plate, but I use a little plate. Wow. And so <laughs> did my grandmother. Oh. <laughs>
1: We gotta talk about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the conditioning, right? And yes. that's how they grew up and, you know, their parents grew up and things like that. So now that we're coming to this more awareness of just like, wait a minute, I matter too. And I deserve the big plate and I deserve to sit at the table and I deserve these things. It's truly this shift against the grain. And if you think about it, it's the grain of society, it's the grain of our family. And so often, What we hear from, like, everybody's like, you were saying, it's not selfish, it's necessary. I always think it's not a luxury, it's a necessity for us to take care of ourselves because we hold shit together, (laughs) like we hold our (laughs) families together, we hold missions together, we drive missions, we drive change in the world, we do so many things, but if we're not taking care of ourselves, you know, like, what good are we to anybody else? Now, that's the message that we can say to ourselves. But then when we get pushback from society of like, oh, must be nice to go on vacation. Oh, must be nice that you got to sleep in. Oh, must be nice. Right. And that in itself tells us like, oh, my gosh, I am being selfish. I should be doing more for this person or that person or this. We're this culture that is shifting, but there's still this pushback of tradition, of traditional views.
0: You're so on point because there's a big difference in the words selfish and selfless, but yet when it comes to self-love, we can't get it straight. I was looking up the term self-love and do you know that a lot of times in the dictionary, it's hyphenated? Uh Uh-huh. There's already a barrier. (laughs) Self-love. There's a barrier there. There's There's a wall. And... I w- I don't know where that came to me or why I did that, but a lot of times, depending on how you use it,
1: um, it, there's a barrier there. And so... Oh my gosh, I did it even real... Like, I did not even put that together, <laughs> but you're so right. I guess we
0: are conditioned, as we talk about often, we are very conditioned. And you've had quite a journey to get where you are. Now, I'm going to throw your words back at you. This is your quote. There were so many times I look back, and this is from your self-love journey post, how I learned to self-love. There were so many times I look back and I see how much I didn't love myself. I have this harsh inner critic that tells me I will never be good enough. This is a belief that was embedded at a very young age.
1: Mm. hmm I just got chills. I'm like, my gosh, I haven't read that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's true. I mean, we, we get embedded in our past. And I had a conversation with a woman the other day where we were talking about trying to get outside our boxes of what our beliefs used to be versus where we are now and kind of where we've opened ourselves up. And maybe it's a little age. Maybe it's a little wisdom. Maybe it's a little both. Uh Or just actually learning how to not look at the past as our future. I want you to share a little bit of your own self-love journey for everyone.
1: Oh my gosh. So (laughs) this has been a long journey, right? And because everything is so embedded of, you know, I'm not good enough or I'll only be good enough if I get that A or become successful or love my family enough or put my kids first and all of these things. So when I really look at that inner critic, I no longer like maybe these were messages that I received right through different behaviors or different experiences. That's what usually happens is that we have these different experiences that give us a message and we create a story from that and we hold on to that story. So because I didn't get an A and my grandmother was so disappointed in me, I am not good enough unless I like, you know, that fear of failure, unless I really achieve. So again, double-edged sword where I love to succeed. I love to move forward and really push my limits. And to do that, we're always failing too. It's this like double-edged sword of, I love, yeah, I love the the message of just like, you can do better. And I want you to know that you can do what you really put your mind to. And if you do put your mind to it and, and then you don't succeed, you're a big failure and mm-hmm. <laughs> all that stuff. So it's really unpacking all of these different messages and challenging these messages and creating a new story for yourself, Mm -hmm. for myself anyways. I still, you know, to this day, can get caught up in these old messages of this fear of failure and how it comes up and this not being good enough just in general. And I no longer need anyone to tell me it. That inner critic tells it to me, right? So it's my own voice saying, Leanne, you know, you should have done better. And just getting to that point where um, we can beat ourselves down. We are our own worst critic. We truly, truly are. Uh, So being able to be so compassionate with myself. And there have been so many mistakes that I've made like so many mistakes. There have been so many moments in my life where I did not make the best decision. And to forgive myself for those. There's the word right? Forgiveness. There's that word. Self-forgiveness of this younger part of me that didn't know any different, didn't know any better. And to be super compassionate with her and let her know that just because she made this mistake or she had this choice that created this kind of hurt for other people or herself doesn't define her. It just creates an opportunity to move forward in a different way it gives us me information. But forgiveness is truly part of this, right? When and I know Brene Brown talks about shame and being vulnerable. And we move into this shame space of like, I should have known better, I should have done better. I should have did da, da, it. Da, 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 da. And truth is, it's just like, no, I did what I did. And now how do I want to move forward? But without forgiveness and compa- self compassion, mm-hmm. that's nearly impossible. And and again, I've gone through a lot of suffering and I've gone through a lot of pain where I tried to control the shame that I felt for not being good enough. And that was through self-harming. That was through eating disorders. That was through promiscuity. That was through finding love in so many different places or trying to until I really looked at how I like until I looked at myself and really forgave myself and saw myself clearly just as this beautiful Spiritual being, having this human experience, like having all of these moments of self-exploration and really, truly healing those parts of me that I thought that were so bad, Mm. right? That I had so much shame around and just recognizing that I was a hurting person. And that what a hurting person needs is love and compassion. When you think about somebody that you love hurting, what do you want to do? I know for me, I want to like embrace them. I want to lift them up. I want to let them know it's all okay and that they're amazing and I love them. And why don't we do that for ourselves?
0: 100%. It's forgiveness. Oh my goodness. We can do a whole nother one on forgiveness, which one will. <laughs> um, but seriously, that's down the road. Stay tuned, folks. But it's not only forgiveness for yourself, but then you also have to take a moment to forgive the others for not understanding. And holy cow, we can unpack so much there. And then there's the honesty approach with ourselves where we know we're really struggling to forgive that person. I had something happen to me when I was very young also. And I didn't realize then what I know now of how it really shaped my self-esteem. I just threw myself into something else and threw myself into a place because that's where I knew I could excel because then I didn't have to deal with being honest with myself. And I Mm. didn't want to look at myself. And a lot of it was I was so young, I didn't understand.
1: Right, right. But we
0: carry that on our shoulders. And even though... It happened even though it's over and there's so many different avenues to the story of where it went, how it happened. We still, it, it we carry that and we've got to learn to let it go. And it is super hard now with yeah. everybody telling us that we've got to be perfect or everybody telling us oh. this is what we have to do. We don't look good enough or we, we don't have the weight that we need to have or we don't oh. have the education. So many people are judging us and we what we don't have that capacity in our hearts and in our minds to truly forgive ourselves to do the ultimate thing of self-love, which is letting go.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. So much letting go so much. And it's letting go of that. Like you were saying with the other person, that anger and the resentment towards the other person. Um, letting go of the self-deprecation, letting go of perfectionism, letting go and recognizing that, again, that these things don't define us. What really truly defines us is our spirit, like what we bring into this world and the gifts that we have. And we often don't see ourselves clearly because of these different experiences. So being able to, oh my gosh, letting go and forgiveness are tall orders (laughs) and necessary Necessary. for self-love. You know, and being able to see like, and and this is where when self-love, and I used to think this was such a load of shit where it was just like, you can't really love anyone else until you love yourself. Right. And (laughs) I'm about to spit out my coffee. You added a little Southern twang in there too, by the way. Until I truly, truly started ripping back those pieces of just like, how am I so mean to myself? Um, and like really healing those parts of me that I really understood the depth of how I can love someone else when I can truly love myself, how I can see them so clearly in all of their flaws and all of their strengths, because I'm able to see myself clearly. Right. And that's where that starts with, because our reality is a depiction of our own making. So our our thoughts, our beliefs, I mean, like we project that into like, this is what our reality is. So if I am being so critical of myself, then I am truly, like, that's how I see other people. I'm like, oh, they're judging me. They're doing this. They're doing that. But I'm also judging them. So Mm. how can you truly Mm. have this beautiful understanding and connection with somebody when you're on the defense because you don't really like yourself and you're not taking care of yourself and, and like, you know, be open to their struggles as well or their joys and stuff like that. And I look at self care and self love connected, but also different. Like self care, I think of just different behaviors that we can do, right? I'm taking care of myself by taking time for myself, by going to the gym, by eating healthy foods, by nourishing the relationships that I have, by going to therapy. Those are self care techniques. But when I engage in those, that's because I love myself enough Mm -hmm. to do this work. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? To really move forward. So that's how I see those sort of connecting.
0: We talk a lot about letting go, but we got to let go of that perfection in life. And huh. I don't mean yes. perfection as in the mascaras on perfectly <laughs> or that the this the dress fits right. I don't mean that kind of perfection. I mean that deep inner perfection that we feel we have to have, especially as others look at us. And that's just wrong. It's wrong in every way. Yeah. And I've, I guess I've gotten to a place, and it's been in very recent years, where I've been like, I don't care. I just want to believe in myself, and I want to look at myself differently. And I think that, particularly in this journey with Unconditionally Her, that's what I want people to see, and that's what I want people to feel, is that ability to let go of all the perfections and to stop trying to be internally perfect because we're never going to be internally perfect, but not let that stop us from loving ourselves and stop worrying about what other people think as much. And and we know how to do that. We're grown adults. We know how to do that. But we just, sometimes we just don't want to, you know? Right, right. That's that's a challenge.
1: Right. Well, and thinking about like, and because again, then it comes up to, oh, you're being so selfish when you're just expressing the way that I think of it is like, I want to care more about how I feel at the end of the day, about how I engaged in the world, how I engaged with myself, what I did, than the other person cares about me. And, and it, again, I can feel it in me of like, as I said that, I'm just like, oh, I hope people aren't taking this the wrong way no, or oh, just yeah. like, oh, you know, you're such a narcissist or you're such a <laughs> selfish person, right? That you just care about yourself. So that's some of the internal workings of just, that's not what I mean though. when I care about how I, how my values are aligning and how I carry myself and how I prioritize what's important to me, then I feel more in alignment with my spirit, which allows me to be more in connection with my family, with the people that do matter within my relationships and within my business. And I mean, everything starts with us. So yeah, it's actually the most selfless thing that you can do because of the ripple effect that it has around you of just like. When I am truly in alignment with myself and loving myself, my coaching programs, I have a whole module about how to release, releasing thoughts, behaviors, limiting beliefs, fears, all of these different things that we hold on to that actually create more of a disconnection with ourselves Mm -hmm. and with other people. So releasing those limiting beliefs, challenging those limiting beliefs, like they've been around for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. Don't you think it's time we? challenge some of those. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I we should you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you talk about in your in your post that you had a lot of people on your journey that helped you. Oh, um, yes. And that is so important. And especially with what you do today, you had a, a almost like a whole team helping you. And I don't think that wasn't planned for you. Obviously, it was just you had people from friends to therapists to spiritual leaders, to just everyday wine drinkers that you can sit back with and have those conversations with. And that really helped you. And yeah. I believe so much in you're only as good as the people that surround you. And that is oh so important for self-love too.
1: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. There's this quote, I can't remember where it came from. It's together you go further. Oh, always. for sure. Um, and being able to and I still talk about this, I'm like, I still have a team, you know I, nobody's too big or too too you know grown or self aware or self actualized enough to not have a team that's supporting you, whatever that team may be, right? and I still have spiritual mentors, I still have energetic healers, I still have my therapist and and being able to identify that in a coach and I have different groups of women that I'm very particular about like surrounding myself with it's hard enough to to go against the grain oh yeah right when you're challenging those different family beliefs and societal beliefs and things like that so having a group around you that can keep you they're like-minded they're also challenging these different ways of being we just keep each other sort of on track of just like, yeah, this is the direction that you're supposed to be going in. And of course, this is going to benefit your entire family. And if you feel like shit right now, Mm -hmm. because that still happens, right? Where it's just like, wow, I really need to release this relationship because it's no longer Mm -hmm. serving me because it's not healthy anymore. It's not and, it, and you've tried to serve it the best way you can. But so there's so many different things that we have to release. And it's hard work internally. It really is. We're not meant to do it alone. We are not meant to. Women thrive. Thrive in community. Amen. Thrive. I just really
0: firmly believe that the people that are around you get those people right. And there's people you got to let go of. Because they're not serving you. They're not serving your ability to self-love yourself. Do you believe in your heart that you are where you are today doing what you do with your company and your life because you had the past that you had and you learned to self-love enough to give back?
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. We all go through these experiences for a reason. And it's up to us to create that reason. Truly. And, and I think that it was, I believe in co-creation, right? The universe sort of sets it up the way that we need it to be. And then we execute it. And we are we are always because we have free will. We we make choices and um, and being able to. And of course, like my way, I didn't see any of this. I, I truly didn't. I knew that there was something, um, but I was truly blessed with the people that came into my life and saw what I was unable to see at that moment and believe in me. Mm. And that was part of the healing too. I had a swim coach and a guidance counselor, all these really cool and professors and teachers that really challenged me. And they were like, Leanne, what are you doing? You are better than this and not in a deprecating way, like not in that right. way that you should be better. But it was like you were meant for more. What are you doing? Right. And that's when I was struggling a lot with, again, this all throughout high school of eating disorders and self-harm and all that stuff, all that was in high school and, and early college days. And all my professors, like the people that were around to me were just beautiful And did not give up on me, my mom included, right? I had to do a lot of healing around my mom, a lot of healing around my parents, a lot of healing around my grandparents, like all the generational trauma. Mm -hmm. And it's worth it. It is so worth it to feel this depth of love that I I call it unshakable. Sometimes it could get a little rocky, right? Where it's just like, oh, am I doing the right thing? And, And I think that's important to question ourselves, but not in a shaming way, just in a curious way. I always say there are two words that are part of my vocabulary constantly is that when we approach ourselves, when we approach situations, when we approach relationships, it's with curiosity and compassion, yeah. right? And and to be able to just stay curious about, huh, that's interesting. What was that all about? I remember one of my mentors, um, one of my therapists, actually, she's like, just stay curious because I'm making all these assumptions about why my husband's not doing the dishes, right? Like. <laughs> We can unpack that too. Oh, so it's just, again, with curiosity, approach everything with curiosity and compassion. But those mentors along my way, so grateful for, that didn't give up on me, that saw me in such a light and created the space for me to see myself in that own light as well. And, and Viktor Frankl, I, I really, man, search for meaning, right? I mean, that's yeah. like a heavy book. It's a tiny book. And that was one of the pivotal books that just like, wait, I choose... What I do, and I have hope for, and I create meaning out of whatever I went through. I can live. I was in the victim mode, right? That's what that does. That self, that inner critic, and deep sense of, I don't want to call it self hatred, but it, it really creates a victim. It's like, oh, poor me. I can never do anything right. Why me? that's something that I learned from generations as well. And that's why I think it's so important to be vulnerable and open about Mm -hmm. what our journey has been and continues to be. That's what's beautiful about us is that we can continue to grow. What do you create from your story and how we want to move forward and help others? Because truly, I think that is what our purpose is, loving people unconditionally, being so compassionate and having that sense of connection and community. That's what we're supposed to be doing.
0: Leanne you are so adored and I love who you are I love the commitment that you have to women and I love everything that you do to help women live more authentic lives for sure and for those who wish to contact Leanne we're going to have all of that in the show notes and you've got a lot of great things coming up thank you for being unconditionally you thank you for spreading love and you are deeply deeply cherished
1: Thank you so much, Karen. That means so much as I adore you as well. I'm so happy that we're in this together, spreading love and compassion together and creating a community filled with that. So thank you for allowing me to be part. Amen. Let's
0: go get some margaritas.
1: (laughs) Margarita hour. Here we come.
0: (laughs) Unpacking the tough sale of self-love is truly a journey, but one we all must take. Thank you, Leanne, for joining us. We thank you for your wisdom, your vulnerability, your knowledge, and of course, that contagious laugh we love so much. To learn more about Leanne, please visit her website at instituteforfemaletrailblazers.com. And if you're looking for that unconditional female extended community, please give us a look at unconditionallyher.com. Subscribe for free for all our articles, announcements, upcoming podcasts and workshops. And if you love this podcast, please share with your friends. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Unconditionally Her Conversations at iHeart, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, ladies, be blessed, be inspired, be empowered, and always be unconditionally you.